This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Amazon's made some significant improvements to its fitness band, the Halo View, but is it enough to get it noticed in a crowded field of health gadgets? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me is CNET Mobile Reviewer, Lisa Iachico. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Roger. Thanks for having me. So you've been trying out this band for a few days now. What are your general impressions of the Halo View? Yeah, so I think the price is the really big thing here. It's only $80, and it has a color touchscreen, sleep tracking, and long battery life, so it's a pretty good value. And overall, it's a solid activity tracker that feels really competitive with Fitbit. But at the same time, a lot of features are going to be uh, behind a $4 paywall, a $4 monthly paywall after the first year. So, you know, while that is cheap compared to Fitbit Premium and Apple Fitness Plus, I think Amazon is really going to have a hard time convincing people to pay for yet another monthly subscription because there's a lot of subscriptions out there now for everything. So I I do, you know, I do think that's a bit of a downside. So let's let's talk about that that Halo membership service because what does that actually include for folks who aren't familiar with these these premium subscription services? What do you actually get with that Halo membership? Yeah, so you need the Halo membership to get a lot of the deeper insights from Amazon. So for example, you can track really basic things like calories and steps and heart rate um, without it, but you really need that subscription to get things like your sleep score and to see, you know, what the stages of sleep that you had overnight. And, you know, you also need it to get um, deeper insight into your activity as well. So, um, you know, Amazon has a weekly activity score, which is like a goal that it wants you to meet every week. And you don't get that unless you, you know, pay the the price for the Halo subscription. Um, so, you know, on, on the fitness side, you know, you, you do need a subscription for a lot of that stuff. But also the other big thing that you get with the Halo membership is access to all of Amazon's, you know, workouts and nutrition programs and recipes and things like that. And the, the nutrition program is launching in 2022, but um, th- there are some recipes in there now. So you really need the subscription to get most of the experience and not to mention, you know, other more uh, Amazon-specific features like the uh, body fat percentage estimates and, you know, things like that, which I'm sure we'll get to later. But but yeah, so a lot of the experience, it doesn't make sense to really buy this if you're not going to pay the $4 a month after your first year. Right. I know this is the uh, second fittest band that, uh, that Amazon's put out. Uh, tell me about how it's different from that original Amazon Halo. Yeah, it's actually quite different because this band has a screen on it, whereas the original Halo didn't have a screen at all. It was basically just a like a wristband or a bracelet that had sensors inside. And the idea behind that was, you know, Amazon wanted to prevent you from being distracted with a lot of notifications from your phone. And and I get that, but I I really do feel like you know, if I'm going to wear something on my wrist, I want it to at least be able to tell me the time, right? And on top of that, I I do think having a screen makes it a much better workout device. You know, I mean, 
I think most people, I know I'm this way, and I think most people love being able to see their heart rate and their calories and their progress in the middle of a workout. So not having that before was was a huge bummer. Um, so that's the biggest difference. But also there's no microphone in this band. So, um, you know, Amazon, you, if you're familiar with the original Halo, Amazon has a feature that um, can analyze the tone of your voice. So it can tell you, do you sound excited or, or happy or, you know, disappointed, right? So um, it had a microphone that you can either choose to do that on the spot and, you know, press the button and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to analyze my voice now. Or you could have it do it kind of intermittently in the background throughout the day. Um, this band does not have that. It uses your phone's microphone. So the only way to get that voice analysis is to open the Halo app, go to the, the tab for the live feature and, and press the button and, and have it do it on demand. So those are the biggest changes, yeah. Yeah, that 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 voice recording feature definitely sounds super creepy, but uh, yeah, it's not not a shocker that it's 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 been removed. Um, as you mentioned before, the biggest feature or one of the biggest features or assets is the, its low entry price. I'm curious how it stacks up against the competition, just to give our listeners a sort of sense of where it sits in the universe of fitness bands. Yeah, I would say it's a bit cheaper than average. You know, I think around $100 is kind of the threshold. Like anything below that is generally considered pretty cheap. So, you know, the the closest competitor is probably the Fitbit Inspire 2, which usually costs $100. But I think right now you can get it on sale for $70, which is actually really good. And, you know, it doesn't have a color screen. That's the biggest you know, advantage that Amazon has over it. But there are also some advantages that the Inspire 2 has that the Halo View doesn't. So for example, um, you know, you, uh, Fitbit's device, you know, actually measures distance as a metric during a workout, uh, whereas Amazon's does not. And you can also get more types of smartphone alerts. So on Amazon's wristband, you can only get text messages, but on Fitbits, you can also get call and calendar alerts, which a lot of people probably find really helpful. And Fitbit also has more exercise modes. Um, the flip side, though, is that Fitbit Premium is more expensive. And, you know, Fitbit Premium is $10 per month. And although that's more than twice the price of Amazon's, it's also worth mentioning that you get a little bit more without a subscription with Fitbit. So you can at least see your sleep score, whereas, you know, with Amazon, you can't. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing. So ultimately, I think, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we see kind of a trend of fitness bands getting cheaper and cheaper, but these companies really pushing their services instead. And I think that's definitely the territory we're getting into now. Right, right. And, and you mentioned before, you know, a body fat analysis and tone analysis. Like, how, how does that work? And how did you find it to be in terms of effectiveness? <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the body fat feature, you know, both of these features existed in the previous model as well. So they're not totally new, but I think they're still new to most people because this is just information that we're not used to having. So the body fat analysis tool actually uses your phone's camera. So basically you, you set up the phone, um, you know, you prop it up somewhere. 
Uh, you have to get into like very form fitting clothing or a bathing suit if you're a woman, which is what I had to do. And then you stand in front of your phone's camera and kind of rotate and the camera um, takes photos of your body and Amazon analyzes uh, these photos through its computer vision and machine learning algorithms and it calculates your body fat percentage. Um, and personally, I find this feature to not be very useful. Um, you know, I, I think it's hard because you don't really have any context around. I mean, Amazon tries, you know, a lot of these tech companies that have more sophisticated health metrics will provide definitions of what these terms mean and why these metrics are important to your overall health. But there's nothing that's truly personalized yet. So I, I honestly find this feature in particular to be more discouraging than helpful because, you know, Amazon will basically tell me like, hey, your body fat percentage is too high. But I don't know what to make of that information. Like my doctor never has an issue with, you know, my my weight or my physique at all. And, you know, even if that was an issue, Amazon isn't really helping me fix it. You know, I mean, it has programs and stuff, but again, they're not very personalized yet. So it's really hard to kind of make anything of that. And the, the tone feature, I feel kind of similarly about, I guess, although that one wasn't quite as jarring. I think weight is a personal thing for a lot of people. I found the tone feature to be just more amusing than anything else. Like when I reviewed the first Halo band, I noticed I was like, oh, I sound disappointed and annoyed when I'm t talking to my husband, but friendly when I'm on a work call. Like, what does that say about me? <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. I, I don't read it as I don't read into that one as much, but I, I think it's an interesting concept, although I'm not really sure how to make use of it. I guess if you're practicing for a presentation or something like that, but otherwise right, I, right. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's a an interesting trend that you can bring up that I've heard before from these fitness trackers, the ones that give you a lot of information. Uh, oftentimes it's data, but there's no context or there's no recommendation around it. So like you've got a lot of information, but you don't really know what to do with it. And I feel like that's, that's, that's a common issue with these fitness bands that promise the world but but end up giving you information that you can't really use um one speaking of uh sort of tracking things sleep tracking is obviously a big deal that a lot of folks are trying to get into i'm curious how the halo view works as a sleep tracker and then from just a battery life perspective how long this thing actually lasts on a single charge yeah, you know, it's it's pretty good from that perspective, honestly. I mean, Amazon isn't doing anything like groundbreaking with sleep tracking, but but it's what you would expect, especially from a cheap device. So you can get if you have a Halo subscription, you can track things like sleep duration. Um, you, you get a sleep score based on the quality of your sleep. Um, you can also get your sleep temperature and um and yeah, it tells you the various stages of sleep. So it's pretty on par with with other fitness trackers. And without the subscription, I believe you just get the sleep duration and the sleep temperature, but not the sleep stages or the sleep score. And um, and yeah, the battery life is pretty good. I mean, Amazon estimates that it should last for seven days. For me, it lasted for about five, but. You know, I think, you know, there's there's always variables, right? Like I don't the seven day battery life is maybe if you don't have notifications turned on and you have the screen brightness low. You know what I mean? So I had mine on like the medium setting and I had text alerts on. So uh, I think that's pretty good, though. I think five days is acceptable, especially for a cheap device with the color screen. And, you know, I, I'm an Apple Watch user. So coming from having to charge that nightly, this was like an, a nice change for me. 
Right. Lastly, who do you think should buy the Halo View? Yeah, I think the Halo View is for people who are more focused on activity tracking than, you know, competitiveness and, you know, training for a specific event or people that are more sports oriented. You know, I I still think Amazon has a ways to go, but I can tell that their device is definitely geared more towards people who just want to be motivated to move more, sleep better, eat better, things like that. So that's who I would say this band is probably for. Got it. Less less hardcore gym rat and just more folks who are trying to live a healthier lifestyle. Lisa, thank you for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.